Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Negotiation on Believe Podcast Network. <clears throat> I hope you all are well. I've got a very, very, very special guest who's a client of mine on tonight. His journey is pretty awesome. He started out as a walk-on to Ohio State. If you know what that means, it's pretty awesome. And if you know what Ohio State is, they've won a lot of championships. And he went from that to being on CBS Love Island season two. Yes, ladies, I will reveal him, Trey Forte. But before we dive into it, a word from our amazing sponsor, Bet Online. If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today. If you are a college athlete, a pro athlete, do not go there. Do not go there, period. Whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win the championship, Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start your playing today. Bet Online, your online sports book expert. Trey, welcome, 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 welcome. Thank you. Thank you for coming on tonight. I hope all my female listeners. Numbers skyrocket after this because it, it's a male. The men are listening because we're I'm talking football, but we gotta bring the ladies on. So I, I you know, I think you can do that, right? Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you yeah, I'm just I'm kidding on that, but not really. But I'm super excited <laughs> to talk to you tonight about your journey. You know me. I'm like half yes. serious, half not. Um, and where you're at right now, what you're doing your branding. I mean, this is so relevant to everything going on right now. And you are literally the epitome of someone who has built their own brand and been extremely successful. So what's up? How are you? How was Atlanta? I just got back from Atlanta. How was it? Uh, I seen that. I seen that. Um, Atlanta was dope. So I went out to Atlanta um, because came ready to be on another show. Um, Mm Going to be follow famous, basically long story short. So unscripted reality competition type show using influencers mm-hmm. so it's gonna be cool. awesome yeah yes yes so out in atlanta um i went over there we had a couple of meetings with producers then i had a amazing photo shoot for the <laughs> cast members got some good good quality photos out of that um nice a nice mix too you know um a nice mix of like business casual you know just casual and then they did like a sex appeal aspect of, it of too. course the shirt was <laughs> I mean I was just about to make a comment I'm like I'm just gonna like wait <laughs> he had his shirt on more than he didn't ladies so <laughs> he is versatile yeah so they definitely they definitely had a steamy effect on that it was really cool um it's, uh, it seems like an interesting concept and some big names working on a project so I'm really excited yeah. about that it's dope yeah, it's been good so far. You know, it's it's definitely, and I think from you know being Trey's agent, um, 
and going through the last year, we've had some opportunities come and, you know, unfortunately things didn't work out the way that we thought they were, but you just got to ride the wave. And I say this even in football, you know, for all my football players that listen to the show, you know, if something doesn't work out, something else will come up. Just keep, you know, riding it out and staying positive to the best of your ability and you will get there. So Nice. That's what's happening, right? I mean, that, that's yes. that's how I go with it. Let's go into it. And, and this is a football show, ladies, so just bear with me. I promise. I promise. <laughs> we'll... Don't you want to learn more about the person you'll that get you to, You'll get to the good stuff. You'll get to the other stuff eventually. <laughs> this is the good stuff. Okay, okay. Here. You can impress people by learning about football. So here we go. So try. You are from Ohio. You grew up in Ohio. And that's where your sports career started and where your college career was so being a walk-on player um really quickly uh if people don't know what a walk-on player is which i'm sure most of my listeners do but let's just like break it down really quick um how did your process getting to ohio state kind of work okay so i'm gonna take it all the way to the back okay Okay. all the way to the back from when Mm -hmm. i first picked up a football so i first fell in love with a game of football when i was eight years old I started playing Little League football. Um, That was also the year when my biological dad passed. Um, I was always an athletic kid. So I was always into sports. I was always a good athlete. I was always like really like one of the best players on my teams. So um, going into high school, my only issue, I was talented. My only issue was I was just small. I was 150 pounds, like 155 pounds, you know, skinny. It looks like I ate the person that I like that I was. Or I like double the person, you know. Um, so I had like some small opportunities in college, and long story short, I ended up getting the opportunity to walk on to Ohio State. Um, I went through the whole trial process. I was a preferred walk on, and then they they liked me, and I'll never forget. Like it was things were so much different when at that time. Um, at that time, as a walk-on, like they, this, this was before they passed the bill for unlimited training table. So walk-ons weren't allowed to eat, like do training table, do any of that stuff. They would, you have to practice and then do all that stuff. And then I guess um, a college basketball player complained to NCAA and said he went to the bed hungry. And then that's when unlimited training table came. So I went and I remember they used to call me like skinny walk-on. That was when I first walked in. That's what that was when I first. That's so mean. That because I I literally was like I I'll never forget. Also, is when I first went into the equipment manager like to get my uniform and stuff like that. The smallest size that they had was a large. So <laughs> like, I put, so I put on my I put on my like my shirt and was it a dress? My, Yes, it was like it looked like, <laughs> yeah. it looked like it looked like you wearing like your boyfriend's shirt or something to go to bed. I mean, I haven't had a boyfriend for, for, for thirty you know years. I mean. you, yeah, you know what I, I mean. So, I ask, I'm like, like I'm like cheap, so I don't want to like spend money on things. So I'm like, yo, give me a sleep shirt, like a lineman. I'm like, give me one of your shirts. Yeah. So, so, anyways, go ahead. I get it. So yeah, so that's how it was. I, I looked around like to see if anybody else like shirt was fitting like mine, and no. And at okay. that moment. That was my motivation to change. Mm-hmm. So I started becoming the first person in the gym, last person out. Yes. And long story short, I ended up being one of the most respected people. And by the time I graduated, I had an opportunity to earn a scholarship my senior year. So that's amazing. It's crazy how like it's crazy how an event can just like change your life. Yeah. And your mindset. Yeah. Not, like now looking like my body is like amazing. Like I love 
<laughs> Excuse me. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I get you. I'm just, you know, my personality. <laughs> we have, we have banter. So, it, I mean, my clients know how I am. I, I speak in sarcasm, <laughs> but no, I mean, that's an amazing story. And even like, I know I have a lot, we've, I've got a lot of agent listeners too. I remember I, I was younger. I remember, um, I think it was like seventh grade and we like sat in these like long, I went to, at that point, I went to a uh, boy girl school. I was it co-ed, co boy girl school, co-ed yeah. school before I went to it. All. I, I went to all types of schools because I moved you went around to so much. School? Yeah, for what? one year, for one year. I wanted to because I was bullied very heavily, but that's oh. a whole nother story. But I remember sitting in the chairs and then, and I think it was like a bit of like, flirting but not and to me I didn't find it funny and now at 30 years old I still don't find it funny but I remember like my friend behind me you know he was like you only like football because you want guys to like talk to you or whatever and that was so not the case and I think that I'll never forget that and I'm not going to say who it is because he's actually very nice to me and I mean I wouldn't know him if he walked across you know in front of me now because it was so long ago but I was like no I actually really freaking love the game of football and it's a lot deeper to me and you don't you don't know me and I'm not doing this for attention. It's just, I like football. I want to wear my Peyton Manning jersey on a Tuesday. <laughs> and then, then I went to private school and I never wore a jersey again. But, you know, I love that story, Troy. I really do. So as an NFL agent who is extremely transparent, um, you know, like we just said, draft process. So you get through, how many bowl games did you play in? Uh, we went to a bowl game every year there at Ohio Did you, State. You were, and you were at the national championship too, right? Yes, that was my freshman year. Oh my God, what a time to crazy. be. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, so crazy. so you get through your college experience and draft. So a lot we've got, like I said, a lot of young players that listen to this too. So talk to me about the draft process. I was not your agent um, representing you at the time. Uh, so talk to me about how that went. So what I will say, one of my biggest regrets. So I always put in the work. I always put on the work on the field and in the weight room. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But one of my biggest regrets was learning about the nutrition process afterwards. Because when I was at Ohio State, when I was playing football, I had a lot more body fat than I have now. Mm-hmm. And carrying that extra body fat not only does it make you lose flexibility, which essentially makes you lose speed and quickness and all those things. Mm-hmm. Just, I just wish that I knew as it's also aesthetically, you know, you just look different. I just looked, I looked like chubby, you know, like now I'm all lean and cut and I understand mm-hmm. how much nutrition yeah. is a part of the whole training process. So if I would have had, if I would have had the knowledge that I do now, you know, I was lean, I could have been, a lot faster in and out of my cuts and all of those things. And so I really just regret not really knowing the nutrition aspect of it before, because if I would have combined the nutrition aspect with the work that I always put in, then it could have allowed that process to be a lot better. Now, preparation is the really, really big part of it. You know, just getting ready for the drills, understanding the fundamentals and the rules to each drill, because you fucked up, you know, in a drill, now you just, your time is disqualified. So it could be your Mm -hmm. best rep. 
and then you mess up and yeah you don't you don't fully push that bench yeah yeah 100 percent but um, what what about the eight what about the i mean and you don't have to disclose this but like how did it go with the overall process because like as an agent i always ask my vet clients parents so my veteran clients that have played in the league whether you know it's eight years four years five years i ask them because parents you know for me i would say football's family and that's really true so like my clients families are my families so i ask them what was the process like while you were being drafted or you know during your draft period while you were selecting an agent and i asked the parents the same thing because it's like were you guys confused what can i do what can i do to stand out to show you know when should i start i mean so you know what i mean so there were definitely agents like reaching out to me but Mm -hmm. like you have to keep in mind i'm the oldest of all my siblings Mm -hmm. and my parents like they they never had to go through any of that stuff so we were all like just in this new world like we don't know what we don't know like like not every agent has a good connotation next to their name, you know, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. some can ruin it for everybody, you know? So we're yeah. like, okay, like, do I really need one? Um, how do you know who's a good one and who has good intentions? Yeah. When do we get one? You yeah. know, so like we were just confused in that whole process and it kind of like messed me up a little bit. So anyways, you go through the draft process and did you have, you had workouts now? Yeah, I had, I had, a, uh, I did the workout with the Browns. Browns and the regional combine invite from the Bengals. Okay. When they had that, that's been, that's no longer a thing. So not mm-hmm. trying to say your age here. He's young. <laughs> hey, I'm not that old. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, shut up, Sam. <laughs> you're, you're the old one here. I went to your yeah, birthday. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah, you're, in, just, you're in the 30 club now. Here. He's like, you're in the 30 club. Oh, okay. Yeah. But okay. So after that. <laughs> Yo, man, dang. Time flies, man. Oh, goodness. Yeah, my goodness is right. It's really terrifying, but it's okay. So, ladies, we're going to stop shooting the shit about football for a minute. So, for now, a minute, literally. But Love Island. So, backstory on Trey and I. We'll just tell this story because I find it very funny. You reach out to me, right? On Instagram, right? Yep. It's And, like, agents 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 future agents listening instagram is a great tool and you you might never get your message may never get through but sometimes it does i recruit on instagram sometimes 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 not but it's a great tool and it's very common so i put it out there Uh, i don't know why a lot of agents don't want to say that because they do the same damn thing so whatever it's out there so i get a dm from trey and basically you were asking about what it was the xfl right Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. And or it was either the XFL or the CFL, something like that. It was but I had one. Been out, yeah, yeah, I had been out of football for like a year, I mm-hmm. feel like. Mm-hmm. I was still, dang, I was still young. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Trey, it was like it was like a, two years ago. <laughs> Let's not act like this is, <laughs> I, I feel like I've known you for 10 years. But... I'm only 26, you know. <laughs> 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 He's gonna be so no he dm no it's okay i'm glad we're laughing (laughs) laughter is good but dms me asking about developmental league we were in the pandemic right no like no we actually weren't in the pandemic no No, it was before and i was just like hey right now 
Um, it was like just not the best time for signings. It was like, I want to say it was almost close, like the end of the 2019 season, if I'm not mistaken. Sounds about right. Um, and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't have any further information. The CFL um has workouts, but they're not big on flying people in. And I said the XFL, they're not really working out people like that right now. Then we go into 2020. Um, everything's okay. January, February, March, the world shuts down. And I remember I told you there, I was like, hi, I will keep you. And I think this is key. And I this is what I love about me and Trey's uh professional relationship. I said, I will add you to my email stuff. And uh, this isn't like a like a subscribe kind of thing. It's like breaks it down, like, hey, everybody, hey. This is the updates here, here, and here. I'm like, if anything, you know, happens, I got you. I'm I'm not going to put you on an SRA right now just because I don't even know. I feel like we were, I don't know when the timeline was. It doesn't really matter. But anyways, I said I was going to do something and I did it. So fast forward a couple of months, tell us about the process with Love Island so we can piece the story together. So actually, um. So before Love Island and before COVID, I had a studio that I was training people. I had my own studio that I was training people out of, uh, making good money. I was living my life. You know, I was having fun. In Ohio? No, in Florida. Okay. In Boca Raton. So Mm -hmm. I had a a full book of clients. I was able to travel on the weekends, have fun. I experienced my first time out of the country and everything. And then I, I was getting ready for another year of all the same stuff and enhancing and becoming better and, you know, expand uh, expanding my brain and all that good stuff. And then March came um, and my friends came down for their spring break and I spent it with them. And like we were in Miami, we we're having fun and everything like that. And then next thing you know, that that week after that, actually that the end of that week, that's when COVID just hit and everything. They started shutting down flights and all of that stuff and it hit. And then mm-hmm. the week after that, all the gyms closed. Yep. Everything closed. Yep. And then I just went like, oh my gosh. Like I didn't, cause when I first heard about it, you know, I was like, no, this can't be that serious. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't think it would well, get to the point where it did. Yeah. And it was like, oh, it's in different countries. I mean, and that's happened before. I mean, here we go with my age again. Like my, I, I, we've had that before, like situations where it was isolated in a country and and it didn't just spread. Like and it was like okay, maybe a couple people in the United States or like I don't know had it, but it never spread like it did. So continue. So yeah, that happened, and um, after everything closed down, I had moved back to Ohio with my family. But while I was in Miami. Um, a producer from Love Island, um, like a casting a casting producer, had reached out to me and my best friend um, and said, like, hey, like, we feel like you'd be a good fit on the show. Are you interested? Whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, we both were interested. My friend couldn't do the show because he had to do school. But, you know, I was Damn just... school. I, I was just coming off of, you know, everything closing down. I, and I was just, like, studying because um, I was t- going to take my CSCS. Um, certified strength and conditioning so I could work at the university Mm -hmm. um just to have in my back pocket because I still wanted to do the football stuff I was still training for that and then long story short I ended up they ended up selecting me to be on the show after like during the whole casting process and I did it like and they liked me the producers over there liked me they picked me to be an original cast member 
Um, so that was dope. <laughs> so I'm sitting quarantine, which my life kind of still looks like quarantine. I don't do much socializing unless it's work. So I'm just like, mm-hmm, you know, and I don't forget what I was watching on CBS. It was probably, <laughs> I have no idea what it was. Cause I don't really watch like mainstream TV like that. And I saw, and I was like, Oh, Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I'm like, oh, that's one of my, <laughs> I talked to him. He's from Ohio. So I like just messaged you. I was like, oh my gosh, congratulations type of thing. And then from there, it was, you know, hey, like, do you have an agent? Like, who do you have representing you? And it kind of just worked out. You know, I came out to Boca, we met, uh, discussed, you know, expectations and things like that. And, and I think that, you know, in my opinion, I think it's been great. I think we've had success and it's only growing at this point in time, but even through the pandemic, I think, um, you know, us working together, we've, we've done some really great things. Yes. And I can only imagine if how things would be if the pandemic wasn't happening when I got back from the show, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So COVID, yeah. COVID yeah. is yikes, but <laughs> Yeah, yeah. COVID is yikes. That's a good quote. We can put that on a shirt. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I think the moral of this little topic was, you know, I've said this before, and I say this to young agents, like, you never know where relationships will go that might not work out. So always, um, you know, present yourself a certain way. I, I mean, in my opinion, I think every conversation I have, whether or not it's a player that I mean, sometimes most of the time, I will say this, you know, we recruit, we don't always get those clients, but in, I've heard horror stories and and I know this is true because I've heard it where agents are like, well, screw you. You're never going to make it great. That's a great, great way to push yourself out. And it sucks. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's very frustrating. If somebody doesn't want to sign with you, um, you've invested time and this and that, but that's the last way I would ever respond, like literally, because at that point in time, delete, buy, unfollow. I don't want anything to do with that human being that acts like that. Like, there's exactly. no excuse for that. So it's it's one of those things that from both ways, and I've had players also be kind of nasty to me when I'm like, hey, at this point in time, I personally, there's one of me, this is a one woman agency. Um, and I have some amazing assistants and interns, but I mean, I'm doing a lot. I can't take you on right now. And I've had people be like, well, you know, you don't deserve, you know, nasty things. <laughs> okay. Bye. One thing, you know, one thing, one thing I, re- I respected and I liked about you is you were real, like straight up. And I appreciated that. Thank that's you. what made it so easy to, you know, just talk to you and like go forward with it. Yeah. And I think, like I said, you know, it's. I say this to you, especially, and I'm getting ahead of myself, so I'll just stop right now because we're talking about NIL. So branding, this is the biggest topic of discussion in the college football world right now. What is NIL? Name, image, likeness. So you've got a younger brother at UCF. Go Knights. I absolutely love UCF. I feel like I went there, but I didn't. So let's talk about when, when did you really start to look at yourself as a brand? Was that while you were at Ohio State? When did that happen? On um, Was it during the show, college? When did that kind of click? Because that's where you, you've got to be where you are now because of that. So, um, all right. I started to look at myself as a brand right before I went on a show. 
Like when I knew when I knew I was gonna be on the show, I had to kind of go AWOL because you know they took my phone away. So oh, and I knew I, would, I was I wasn't allowed to post anything about being on the show or anything. I knew yeah. I was gonna be on there, but nobody else did except yeah. for my best friend. So yeah. I gave him my I gave him my login to my social media so he can post stuff for me and keep everything updated because I knew that my social media was about to pop off and like blow mm-hmm. up. So that's when I started really working on stuff for like Lil Core for the sports apparel and the swim the swim apparel and stuff like that. And then I started really working on my website for my training too mm-hmm. because I knew that it would it would attract more traffic as soon as the show aired. I mean I was gonna be on TV for six days a week on CBS like so I just knew that would happen that's when I really started thinking business mind so I would have like meetings with my best friend um talking about how we would market this and that and all of that stuff so it really wasn't like at the college level you were just kind of riding that Ohio State wave while you were there which I mean with all due respect I would have done the same thing yeah because I mean at that time it was like it was just forbidden for you to make money or, or oh, try yeah, to it's because 100%. I actually I actually got in trouble um Ooh. because I tried to I tried to make a website train like Trey I tried to make a website and I posted stuff like me in Ohio State gear you know saying that I trained at Ohio State and I got in trouble actually the um NCAA reached out to um the personnel director at Ohio State and I had to like like they sent us these, yeah. yeah. Oh my I had God. to with Ohio State and all of that stuff. So that, yeah, like I, I didn't really think of it, um, like branding myself at Ohio State. Joe Burrow, when NIL came out, everybody's tweeting, you know, oh, this is great, this and that. He was like, I'm just excited that like non-scholarship players can now get uh you know free meals and things like that to help them and I was like that's amazing because that's so true what Trey was saying Trey wasn't trying to be like hey you know everybody buy my product he was just trying to make a little extra money while he was in school and that's fair I mean other students non-athletes they can have three jobs if they want they can do whatever the hell they want uh, to make extra money and athletes are not there's regulations on that. So yeah. it's not like college kids are like big ballers, you know, they like still got to pay bills and stuff too. Yes. And it's, and not everybody is the same. That's just, yeah. it's just the reality of it. And, and I mean, and it's always been that way, but I think now, like I said, Joe Burrow uh, said it right. You know, it, it's awesome now that uh, they're able to, you know, and, and I think that's, that's a huge thing too. When we think of NIL, it's not just monetary, you know, we can, players are now able to get, like I said, free meals, certain things that they never could before. So love that. Love that. So while we're on the topic of branding and influencer marketing, I want to quickly, and this is like an agent talk here, break down, uh, what a social media marketing deal looks like. And it's not as simple as everybody thinks it is. I think everybody thinks that like you just take your shirt off, post, and you get paid. (laughs) So with us tackling this together, I just want to make it very clear. So let's break down what it looks like from my perspective, and then I'll let you take the talent perspective on 
on what these deals look like because I've seen some absolutely absurd shit from NIL people. And it's like, essentially, if you're looking to pitch, I don't care who it is. I really don't care who it is. A student athlete, an NFL player, NBA influencer, whatever to a company, it all still is going to be the same kind of thing. You know, they want certain things. So let's break this down because whenever Trey and I uh, do a deal, I negotiate it. I run it by him. We go and I say, Hey, are you cool with this? But we have a standard. So let's break this down and I will start. And I'm not going to give away all my secrets because all you agents listening, I worked hard for this. So, but I am here to help. And that's why I have this podcast because I'm so nice. But anyways, um, so basically, usually it looks like something like, Hey, we have this campaign on for let's, let's just, let's make this something um, like a fantasy. Where, where do you want to have a campaign? Let's try. Let's pick something, pick a company. A company. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just say Nike. No. Okay. Um, you mean you pick. Let's just use um, cheesecake, like, fa- uh, cheesecake factory. Ooh, yeah, that's it. That, maybe we should go after that because that'd be a good, that'd be good for you. You can use some Drake captions. Oh my god, I'm like, my brain is my 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 brain is flying here. But anyways, so cheesecake factory reaches out, and usually it's not. The Cheesecake Factory. It's an agency that is representing the Cheesecake Factory reaches out to the email on Trey's bio. So usually that person is not DMing Trey. Trey gets a lot of DMs. Most of them are absolutely absurd, right? Yep. Or yeah. Yeah, you get he's not, he's, I, I get really weird emails too <laughs> from people that apparently don't realize that this is an agency email. But anyways, the, the real ones usually come to me. So at that point, you know, they usually ask a couple things. We want to see his um, story engagement. What are his rates for a post story uh, exclusivity in bio? all of these different components. So at that point in time, you got to work fast because usually the campaign periods, it can be short. So you can be working with uh, 30 to 60 days. I mean, sometimes it's a couple, it depends. It really does. So first from an agent perspective, I say, Hey, I know my clients well enough to know, okay, yeah, this will be something that works with their brand. This won't usually, I mean, Agencies are not dumb. They don't want to waste their time either. So they're not going to reach out to somebody that doesn't fit the campaign. Uh, So for the most part, we come to an agreement on, okay, hi, can we do like two stories in a post for X amount of money or a post for this amount? Cool. Get an agreement. um, And then we do that. It depends. And then at that point in time, it, it depends on the agency. Uh, Okay, so then at that point, sometimes Trey has to produce like um, a document that says what he's going to say on his stories. And and the higher profile the company, the more in depth this gets. So he's we're working with some higher profile companies right now. And it's been a long process. So we go back and forth kind of like, hey, he's going to say this. Can he do this? Can he tag? Can he share? Not share on um, what is it? Uh, do a swipe up, um, you know, asking 
and we go back and forth and then that it takes a lot of time it really does and um because then the agency has to go to the company so you're dealing with multiple parties here it's not just as simple as you know point a to b and that's not always the case we've done deals uh remember uh texture my way yeah easy <laughs> yeah <laughs> Fast, but that was directly with them. So that wasn't an agency um, kind of going, but the bigger name companies, they outsource agencies. So you do that. But for from an agent perspective and agents listening, listen, uh, interested in representing influencers or anybody, just do your do your job correctly, respond. Um, because at the end of the day, you never know what companies are going to come back to these agencies. If you act crazy or rude or get mad or say something, they're not going to work. You'll be, you'll write yourself off in all your clients. So for me, say what? I say they'll ostracize you. Exactly. I mean, it's my name. You're representing your client. It's not Trey. It's, it's more so Sam. So I mean, I've had to wake up at like 1130. Yeah. Trey, fix your freaking bio. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows and he's the best though. He really is. I have got to give you it. You're like, I'm confused, Sam. And I'm like, me too. But I think we need to do this. But, <laughs> but no, we, we usually don't have any problems. But anyway, so once it's approved, then he, he posts and then you, okay, so now you, you do your thing. So you create the content. Yes, I'll create the content along the lines of everything that they want me to say or the concepts of like where, what am I wearing, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. After I do all of that, then- Send uh, it back to me. Exactly. After I send it to you, after it gets approved, they'll give me the okay to post it. After I post it, then I'll have to give them the insights- or mm-hmm. at a paid partnership with the brand, I'll have to get that accepted. And then, yeah, like I said, I'll have to give them the insight so they can see the engagements um, yep. from that. Yeah, and these deals um, don't, they're not based off of like, oh, if you get X amount of views, you get paid. It's like, hey, this is what it is. But once again, it's about being prompt and responsive and, and you know, you got to work kind of fast sometimes, but it, it, sometimes you're on other people's times as well. So it's a lot of parties involved, but it's not just so simple as like Trey posts and gets so much money. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot okay. that goes into it, right? Like I exactly. will say, I mean, it, there's way more. And and from a business standpoint, you know, I, I, we're all smart here. Business, why would you just throw money out um, without knowing where you're going to get your ROI, return on investment. So, so anything that they negotiate and we agree to is an investment on their part. So they want to know they're getting it or if we don't, and I mean, it's not our fault. I mean, if, if they don't see value in it, okay, they might go a different route. You know, maybe not an influencer, maybe they'll go to somebody else, but that's what it is. So that's why it's just all a part of it. And and you have to work fast because I hate to say it and I'm not trying to knock influencers or athletes or anybody, but if we don't work fast, they'll go to somebody else because somebody else will. So exactly, I love leaving the show with some 
bits of advice. You know me. I'm an old soul. I like <laughs> to give advice. So for players, parents, and others listening. So for you, what advice do you have for student athletes, fans, other people that might be interested in becoming an influencer, that kind of thing? What advice do you have for everybody from like everything that you've gone through in your life? I would say find your niche, find your mm -hmm. purpose, stick with it, and then learn how to enhance it. Yeah, Go through your followers and your, and your audience. See who is primarily following you. For example, um, I have almost 60,000 followers on IG. I can see my audience. 87% of my followers are women between the ages of 18 and 35. So if I wanted to monetize that, then I would have to use them as my target market and find out things that they like. For example, um, leggings. Women love leggings, so why not create a pair of leggings that, mm -hmm. that might appeal to them? or like swimwears or things like that. A lot of my a lot of my followers are into fitness. So I love fitness is my niche, is my mm -hmm. purpose like to help people and motivate them. So I keep on pushing out things and positive and positivity. Um, so I've found that. So not everybody's niche is gonna be in fitness. It might be into art, it might mm -hmm. be into music or mm -hmm. whatever. Find that and then and enhance it. And what advice would you give players that kind of were in your position after college? You know, you went, obviously, you know, your career in college happened and the NFL, you know, it, it didn't happen the way that we, you might've wanted it at that time. I'm going to word it that way. Cause I think I, I don't ever like to say, oh, well, it didn't happen that way. And it was terrible. Cause I always believe everybody, you know, when one door is not, the right door, another will open no matter big, small, whatever the hell it is, because I'm a living testament to that. What advice do you have to, to those guys? So my advice to players is take your training program seriously. Take your training program and your preparation seriously. Not mm -hmm. only in the weight room. For pro day, yeah. Field, exactly. Not only in the weight room, not only in the field, but also in the kitchen. Get the nutrition down. I wish I would have learned that a lot faster because you only get one body and you have to take care of it. Take care of your body, stretching, icing, increasing your flexibility, range of motion, all of that stuff, just mm -hmm. so you can better prepare yourself for the testing day. Yeah, I love that. Okay, let me do my thing. Three things, okay. Players, 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 players. Uh, read the terms and conditions. Here I go again, but I'm gonna say this till I'm freaking overseeing bullshit read the terms and conditions do not do not do not do not click something without reading it or giving it to somebody that actually um is i, I don't even care i don't even care if it's a, an attorney an agent just read it read it read it read it and if something seems funny then don't click it and, and i'm keep saying this um you know don't risk your eligibility don't risk uh, you're not getting royalties in, in your future. Just don't risk it for FOMO. Don't risk it for FOMO. Like if, if all that's, what's happening, Trey, and it's the truth. It really is. A lot of people are a lot of these student athletes. Oh, well, I don't have a deal. So I'm just going to jump on the, no good things. Take time. Boom. Uh, parents, 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 parents. 
I don't know. I don't really have much in this week, but you know, ask questions, ask questions. If, 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 you know, we're in recruiting season now on ask us questions. I would rather be asked questions than interrogated. Um, interrogation doesn't sit well with me. Um, I've felt very uncomfortable, which is sad. And, and also too, I think that it needs to be a conversation, um, you know, between both parties, because once again, I think at the end of the day, just because your, uh, child's friend might be represented by one agent it might not be the best fit for you so ask questions and just be open-minded because the agency space is changing and things are changing rapidly so once again just be open-minded and ask questions because the agents that care are absolutely going to go bend over backwards to answer those questions fans 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 i don't know fans fans enjoy your time in the stadium are you going to be at the ucf game the first yes, one i will, I will too i will too Do you, I'm I'm like, it's it's uh september 2nd or third something thursday it's a thursday yeah no i know my parents are coming so. oh my gosh i'll meet the whole fam too so yeah. thank you so much for coming on tonight i Always. this is this is a great show i think we're gonna you know a lot of Ladies, we got to attract the ladies because ladies aren't my, I look at my Instagram stuff and I'm like, what the hell? Like I have like <laughs> 8% women. I'm like, come on girls. Wow. Like, I know, I know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's crazy. You gotta, let's see, let's see what Shrey can do for the, for me and the ladies, but I mean, I feel like I'm pretty inspiring. Like, what the hell, girls? Yes. yes. I mean, I have, this thing, I have this little thing here that says, when women support each other, incredible things happen. Empowered women empower women. I'm all about that. You know that. Yes, yes. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But anyways, tell our listeners where they can follow you on social media and everything. Okay, you can follow me at TGI Forte on Instagram and Train Like Trey on YouTube. Okay, cool. And you've got merch too, right? Yes, you can look at the merch, leocore.net. That's L-E-O-C-O-R.net. Go ahead and find the finest fitness wear and swimwear. Awesome. Love it. Yeah, and for me, I don't but it's okay. So be sure to subscribe and tune in every week for a new episode of Beyond the Negotiation on Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. You know, as Jerry would say, help me help you.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.